Hey, hey guys. Hey, welcome to the Virtual Homer Podcast. I I really you were you were like pumping yourself up to do something, and I'm I'm just like, hey guys. I was like, I was like uh, yeah, you were uh, you were so close. You were so close to having the energetic intro that that you wanted, that you needed, that you no, no, that you dreamed I'm of. Completely thrown off, and uh, I'm pissed. Yeah, but that's uh, how it should be. Honestly, we'll get on. Uh, we'll get past it, and uh, hopefully, we have a productive podcast for once. Product what? <laughs> Every week is productive. We change the world. We solve world hunger. It's really cool, actually. Wait, what? Yeah, do you not remember that episode where we said world hunger? Just, just eat lol, and then like so uh, millions. Uh, real talk for a second. Starving like, to death. Do you think if you made a counter, if how many times I was just like, wait, what? Like it would be like over a thousand. There, we could do a counter for a lot of things. The thing I I want to counter for is oh I'll come back to this, but <laughs> and then like I just don't come back to it because I I edit the podcast right, so like I'm just like talking and I'm like oh uh, well, I'll I, come back to this, and then like I put a note, I'm like oh do I come back to this, and it's like no, nah, nah. never. So if you ever hear me say oh we'll we'll get back to this, and then like I'll go into something else, you just understand it's it's not happening. Don't don't put your hopes up. No. Okay. So what did we do this week? We played a game of your choosing, didn't we? We did. What, 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 what is it? Um, What was it? I actually forgot. <laughs> we played Earthbound, because uh, two weeks ago we played Mother 1, which is the predecessor or prequel to Mother 2, or the American uh, moniker Earthbound. So we played the number two in the series this week. Yeah, so my, my thought on this is like, you know what, like Earth, I, I just played Mother because I'm like, oh, Mer- Mother is a, a series that people love, but like Mama. you never really hear about the first one. So I was a little bit curious and I'm like, okay, I like Mother. So let's actually play the one that people keep gushing about. See if it lives up to the hype. And I will say I am enjoying it. I think it's definitely a flawed RPG. I think but this game then again, is so unbelievably overrated. I cannot even put it in words. Like I, I would say, ninety nine percent of people who say oh, I love Earthbound have not played Earthbound, or if they yeah, I, th- I think I think so. The thing is, I I want to say I'm enjoying this game, but oh yeah, I understand it is extremely overrated. I agree with you there. The issue I have with it is that. It actually seems like a really, really, really good game for like the first hour or so. Yeah. And I think that all these people who say it's like one of their favorite games have played it briefly. Yeah. The issue is that it's extremely quirky, but that fades really quickly. And mm-hmm. then you realize that this game is kind of, there's not really anything there. No. Like I, I seriously have a point where like there's a lot of nothing in this game. Well, it, it just seems like it's, there's not really any story. It's just like, all right, you're going to go to this point. All right, you go to this area. I do this thing. It's like there's really no coercion uh, or reason as to why you're doing any of this. You're just kind of told, like, all right, you're going to this place to do this thing. Like, I, I will say, though, okay, let's actually try to explain what's going on first. This story that apparently doesn't exist. So what is Earthbound? Earthbound is a game where you wake up. Um, there is a meteor, and this fly tells you that in the future, 10 years from now, there is a bitch boy gigas or woman i think actually that somewhere someone said that they were female and uh <laughs> they they took over the world so they you're now sent to defeat gigas and the way you do that is you basically follow a very linear path uh much more linear actually than mother one i think uh Which I, I'm, I, I'm fine I, with yeah I, i'm fine with that too uh i i remember uh you basically had a ton of choice in mother one this one it's pretty much go from point a to point b to point c yeah but you are doing similar to Mother 1, collecting, like, sounds. You collected melodies in Mother 1, and this one you have, like, a soundstone, and you put the sounds in the soundstone. 
And, uh, yeah, it's, it's standard RPG. Your characters level up. You go from place to place to defeat bosses. There are some standard gameplay improvements from Mother 1 to Mother Absolutely. 2. Specifically the, the, specifically the battle system. Um, the way that Mother 1 worked was that there were random encounters similar to Pokemon. Like, imagine if the entire game outside uh, was, uh, like, tall grass in Pokemon. Yeah. This one, you actually see the enemies... Which is if you're it's, far it's, enough away, it's more like the uh, Sword and Shield Pokemon games, isn't it? Isn't that what it's like? In, oh in those yeah, ones? yeah. Actually, that's that's fair. But this came way before Sword and Shield, yeah, so it's yeah, not yeah. copying of, Pokemon of, of entirely. Course, of course, yeah. Yeah, if you're far we're enough just, away, they don't actually come a, at we're you. We're just making a comparison. Yeah, and you can do some other like cheesy shit where if like you see them, then you like go off screen, come back, they'll be gone, or like a different assortment of enemies will be there. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. I I think I think this game has some charm absolutely but the charm only goes so far so first of all if we're talking about charm this game is like weirdly customizable uh like what what color text boxes did you choose i chose banana so i just picked original on everything like i'm one of those guys when i play an rpg i want it to be the original character names like what's intended i want everything to be as intended uh, other than one thing, as like in Mother One, you got to choose like a favorite food, and this one you got to choose a favorite thing. Uh, so I chose ass again. So anytime I eat something, my mom's like, "Oh, I made you a bunch of ass," or uh, <laughs> when I uh, cast something, I cast you know ass A or ass B. So um, you know, just to make me laugh a little bit, you know. I and mean, that's fun. I my character's name was Speeve. My uh my partner in crime was named Crime, uh the the woman psychic girl. Yeah. The uh the, actually how far did you get? How how many of these sounds so, so, did you get? So you actually posted that picture of your character names and I got to that point. That's okay. That's I, I, I got um further than that, but not much further than that, probably like three or four yeah, hours after. I, I hate to say like this is like a forty, fifty hour game. Like with to play in one week, like we would have to play like I, I would say nearly like, it's actually on, like twenty. But no, this is like almost like a forty-hour game. Like, all right, let's let's. So like to so where the point is that I am, I'm like only a quarter of the way through the game. I I think that the game speeds up later because if if I actually go to like how long to beat, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it only says like uh yeah the main story is twenty five hours. Okay, well on top so, of the other shit. But um, you were talking about like quality of life. This game has an incredible amount of quality of life stuff over the uh, original Mother game. Like you said, it's like interface and interactions are specifically better. Um, like left trigger is to talk and uh, check items, which you can all do in one uh, button instead of needing to menu every single thing. Equipment and item management is so, so much better as far as there being like a separate equipment screen. So much easier to do. Like sound and battle design is way better. Uh like the music is way better. Like some of the music, uh, actually, actually, I I was not actually a huge fan of the music. I thought everything kind of sounded like not everything, but a lot of the music sounded like farty. If you get what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, it's I like, mean, burp, 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 burp. so there's a a lot of Super Nintendo games. I feel like do sound kind of farty. I think that's just the nature of like MIDI music in general. But it's like I feel like a lot of the music was quite atmospheric. Um, like like the feed music, like the creepy town, like that shit was sort of like scary, like. I, I liked a lot of the homages to to Mother Mother One. First of all, I didn't get to finish my character names. We got Steve Crime Money. Um, my dog was named Dengue after Dengue Fever. My favorite thing was Cheeto, and my my uh, power enemy killing power was called Jeebus. So praise the power of Jeebus, <laughs> destroys everything. But I w- I will say yeah. So 
this game, the music, I thought the best music actually came from Mother 1. Uh, so there there are actually a lot of similarities between Mother 1 and this game. This mm-hmm. game is basically, I feel like, a recreation of Mother 1 yeah. on the SNES technology. Um, there... All those quality of life changes, I definitely agree. The battle system, especially the fact that like higher when you're higher level, enemies will run away from you because you yes. know you don't want to waste your time well, on lower it's, enemies. It's not like they run away from you. You just auto-kill them. So it's like you'll run into an enemy and you automatically uh, defeat them and get the XP as if you were fighting them, which is super cool. Well, well it's both. Like uh, it, First, first you start auto-killing them. Then if you get such a high level, they literally run away. Okay, I'm not I, sure if you noticed I, that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever got to that point. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll, I, like, I did a lot of backtracking uh, trying trying to get some extras. But, yeah, so, like, a lot of the music is shared with Mother 1. Um, the one thing Mother 1 actually has over this game... Actually, uh, if I'm going to be honest, I think I enjoyed Mother 1, but I, uh, I Mother do. 1 more than Earthbound. I, I, I definitely th- would th- say the same at least, thing. At least in the context of any, uh, the NES versus SNES. But I also just haven't gotten as far in Earthbound. Maybe me beating Mother 1 uh, helped, helped me like the game more. But, yeah... You can actually run in Mother 1, and yes, you can't run in this game. It is so terrible. And then at some point, you get, like, the bicycle, and it's essentially completely... The bike sucks. It's it's completely useless. There's no run mechanic. That's probably one of my least favorite part uh, about the game. Another problem... I thought the bike was going to be... Uh, like, I, I thought the bike was going to be, like, Pokemon bike, but it's absolutely nothing. It's, no. it's ass. You can't do anything on the bike, and you only go slightly faster. Uh, and this kind of, like, starts going into, like, some of the major problems with the games. Like, starting off right from the beginning... I guess it's because we played the uh, emulator version of Mother 1 where you get the easy ring. They're like right off the bat, there's enemies you one hit, and then there's enemies that immediately will kill you, like in the same area. Like, and that's going to happen throughout like almost the entire game where enemies will just you'll be at 92% health and enemies just one hit crit you and you just die. It's my one of my least, least favorite, um, parts about the game like it is so much harder than mother one this game is so 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 much harder to like a bullshit degree to where it's almost unfun like it is absolutely ass two things it's harder without the easy ring for sure but mother one without that easy ring would be so much worse it's yeah. a much grindier game but two also yeah i actually grind a lot in rpgs so yeah. i i didn't have that issue as much as you probably but i get where you're coming from um well, like i, for, I think for, for example like um there's those gang members in onet like, the first time you get there, they just wipe out your team, like, immediately. I, I one-shot at every single one. Well, I, I, I guess I didn't grind immediately. So here's my thing in RPGs. I don't think you should have to grind from level one immediately. I think that's just a moniker of a very bad RPG. Like, and I, you could go back and say, like, oh, it's old and stuff like that. This came out in 1995. The number of RPGs that did their leveling system or leveling curves uh, prior to this in a much, much better and more uh, friendly and or fun way. Like, there is, is numerous, you know, any of the Final Fantasies, you know. Um, like, th- there shouldn't be enemies from, like, the level one areas that just immediately one-shot you, you know. Um, another problem is, like like I said, the crits are, are a huge problem. Another problem is is when enemies can call other enemies to fight you. So I had a problem where I'm fighting two enemies, and so it takes multiple hits to kill one, right? So what would happen was I kill one and then another one comes. I had 14 enemies come one time. Yeah, it goes it goes A, B, C, D, like, oh, a sludge A, sludge B, yeah. and then, like, all of a sudden you're on sludge H. It's like, what the fuck's happening? But you at least get a lot of XP from that. Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree that's, that's a, bad, a bad system, though. I will say the battling felt a lot more involved than Mother 1. Mother 1, I was auto-battling a lot of stuff, and I felt yeah. like I couldn't do that in this game. No, not which, at all. Which is, is better, I think. I mean, you shouldn't be able to tune out half the game, because half the game, honestly, is battling. There's a lot of enemies. Uh, if you try to fight every single enemy, you're 
probably not gonna have as good of a time but i do that in literally every game i can't yeah, stop yeah, myself yeah. I, so. I do the same thing i just felt like go off the get-go it's like if you get a bad crit off an enemy it's just gonna one shot you and you have to walk all the way back like that just is something that's inevitable until you start getting your um your levels up your pps up and and stuff like that yeah get that pp up yeah exactly um another huge problem <laughs> i have is I felt like some of the items are fucking awful. Like, you go to the shops, and there's just a list of items. What do they do? I don't know. Like, there's no explanation of any item in the game in any shop until you buy it. Have it in your inventory. Well, mo- most of the items you could find on the floor and then go to help, and then, like, you'll you'll know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I knew yeah, what yeah, most yeah. items did. Well, yeah, meaning, like, you can after you have your item, you can go to the um, inventory screen and look at info and see what it is. But it's like, if I get to a new store and there's, like, a... Uh, a protein shake and it's like oh do i want that do i not want that does it get my stats up like was it cure like w- there, there's no i mean honestly i i found because of the uh magic system and the fact that you could heal with your main character i didn't really buy that many healing items in the first place the the ones the ones that i bought like i i like that the weapons showed which are, are better by like flashing yeah, when you went over that, them that's pretty nice but but yeah i mean like i i guess the the menuing system in the shops was flawed but i didn't really use it in it anyway so i mean that that's a different issue but i i don't know i i feel like even though i could recognize this game's flaws i think i liked it more than you i'd probably rate it like a 7.5 out of 10 it looks like you're rating this at like a 5 or 6 out of 10 it's like a hard 5 for me i just think this game is entirely overrated and i'm someone that grinds in mmos for fucking 10 hours straight and if you have to do that from level one and you you kill five enemies and then the immediately next enemy you kill you're at 90 percent hp just kills you in one hit like that's to me that's not fun like that that's that's bad game design do do you think that uh playing mother had a heavy impact before you played this game oh uh, not really no i think i think that uh, yeah i this game could probably use an easy ring i find that, that just, like the, my experience with this just is what reinforces the i don't think many people actually have played earthbound like nobody has this game like this is like it's like what like a 250 dollars game like no one has this so it's not like you played it when you were a kid like no one did yeah i mean the thing is it's on all these like it's it's on virtu- virtual consoles it's on uh the snes mini it's for some reason not on the switch online yeah, which i'm I pretty surprised about, about that yeah I, like i i kind of picked this i'm like oh he'll just play it on his, his new switch Ooh. yeah i was i was but, no he, that, he wasn't but, able to um, maybe you would honestly like it better if you were able to play it in bed yeah i i think i would too i mean i i did enjoy it like you said it's quirkiness and everything about it is quite charming um it just some of the overarching mechanics and gameplay was just so so frustrating until you get to a point where you're over leveled um and it's like and I'm super over leveled. I'm like level forty five on my main character, and I don't, I don't. I'm like, le- I'm like level thirty or something like that. Because, um, yeah, there's just some, there's like multiple grinding points. Uh, I mentioned to you in uh, DMs uh, the other day when we were talking about the game how there's a <gasps> difference. We talked about the game outside the podcast. Well, just like briefly and stuff like that. So there's the Japanese version and the English version. The English version actually heavily censored many, many portions of this game. You know, you get to the town, like the happy, happy town or whatever it's called. Yeah, the, the cult town. Yeah, so they're the cultists in the Japanese version. They're holding like bloody axes. But in like the English version, they're, they're, they paint you. They're holding like paint, <laughs> paintbrushes, you know? Um, yeah, I, I could see why they changed that. I, so going back, I, I think I forgot to mention this. So the, the run button that was in Mother 1 actually was only present in Mother 1 plus 2, uh, like the uh, GBA 
version. Okay, okay. So, so, so that that is a version difference that was specifically on the GBA one. Maybe maybe the GBA one even had more quality of life changes for uh, Mother Two, aka Earthbound. But honestly, I I didn't really check. I I definitely think so. I I was I was asking you uh, kind of as a lead into to my thoughts on the context of playing Mother One before this. It made me appreciate some elements uh, that maybe maybe the average person wouldn't like. Yes, you definitely do not need to play Mother One for this game. In fact, I think the English release of Earthbound, which I played on Super Nintendo, I just I have a copy of the game, so I was playing it. Yeah, no big deal. I just have a two hundred dollar game. Mm-hmm. I I, lit- I literally asked my grandma to get it to me uh, way after the fact. This is like two thousand eight, and she got. I was like, oh, I got is sixty bucks is kind of expensive for a Super Nintendo game. That's it's like better than a stock, man. That's just actually a really good price. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it, the game went for eighty, and she got it a little cheaper. That's so, pretty uh, good, so... Go Grandma. Yeah. Go Grandma. But, yeah, so you definitely don't need to play Mother 1, but, like, there are literally... Like, I mentioned before, this is basically Mother 1, but on the Super Nintendo. This game has so many references, yeah. like, from the music, from the graphics, from the enemies, to Mother 1. Like, it's... It, you are so rewarded, I think, for playing Mother 1, because it's Absolutely. like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, this is... Like, you haven't gotten there yet. Uh, actually, I'm not, I don't think you actually went there in Mother 1, but, like, there's... In Mother 1, there's, like, this, like, a monkey... Uh, cave in the desert, and like, yeah, there's another monkey cave in the desert. Like, oh, like every every part is like, oh, I remember this yeah, part. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, that's I mean, a fun it, callback. It essentially, is the same world. They're just it's this one's in what 1999, and then... it's it's about ten years later. So, yeah, yeah no, no uh, asks about uh, like, oh, remember everything from Mother One? It's like, no, it's it's just like the same exact game at, at ten years later. There are, I some guess, things, the same kid. There are but... some things in this game that because they have more graphical and sound, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Royalties. Technology. Li- technology, yeah. Um, th- there was a lot of really funny moments, like, uh, you know, within the ten, first ten minutes of the game, you know, someone's children gets beat, you know, that was pretty cool. Um, but, the, the, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> which in the Japanese... Child-beating technology! They, they, they changed the sound for the American release. Uh, in the Japanese release, it's a spanking noise. Um, Jesus. <laughs> um, you know, you have to fight the police, which I think is kind of funny. So the, the way that uh, this game works in terms of like the naming of uh, your attacks is that you do to an enemy what your weapon is. So the first weapon you have, I think, is a baseball bat, so you bash enemies. But when you have a gun, yeah. it's shoot. So, like, literally it goes, uh, my character's name is Speeve. Speeve shoots the cop. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Speeve just shot a cop. <laughs> and it's like, well, then then the cop uh, gets defeated and then, then yeah. you could go about your day. Because that's how shooting the police works jesus christ so i made the i will say i will say the the biggest uh technological innovation between the nes and super nintendo version is that you could finally walk behind houses yes cool. yes that's the biggest thing you can go behind houses in between little areas and stuff like that i'm sure if you remember the uh podcast on mother one that was like one of my major major qualms and annoyances just it's just like you can't you're trying to fidget through everything and you can't it's like goddamn limitations yeah um, I think this music in general, like you said, it's kind of farty. I think it's a little bit creepier than the original game in a lot of areas. Like, there's like some like in between like dungeons and stuff like that that are like brr, 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 like creepy and shit like that. It's a lot more atmospheric. Yeah. So like this this game has a massive, massive like uh, Area 51 Roswell like sp- spooky, mysterious alien feel. Yeah. And like just like the the like random like whirring sounds. It's like it sounds like an, a UFO's overhead. Like when you go in like certain areas, like that sounds really good. And then it's like and like in the background, and it's like it fits really well. I think I think they did a lot with the sound system. The farty music did fit 
areas that like seemed like something was afoot. Yes. Then I, I've mentioned now like eight times the the stuff that's in the original or Mother One that they remixed for this one. I thought they sounded better, sounded unique. Uh, specifically, um, so did you got to the snow area in Mother One, right? Uh, yeah. One's like, and then like, uh, they they played that when yeah, you have when the... you went to Winners or whatever it's called. Yeah. So I I I enjoy that they played that in this version of the game. I do think that I will finish this game one hundred percent. I I I want to say I do, but it's like the problem is it's like after today it's like we're gonna have to play another game. So it's like, what do I play that? Do I play mother? Just game? just pick a I don't know. You have to burn the rope. You ever play that one? like a three-minute game <laughs> no i mean that's definitely not gonna be a thing unfortunately we, s- we somehow talk about it for like four hours our longest podcast ever it's gonna turn into another gruel cast um gruel i could gruel cast no. all day i will <laughs> no please anything anything but that um oh uh what one last so speaking of technology i guess i guess they have technology to have a guy randomly take photos of you what yeah, the hell is you, that what is that yeah there's... i bet i bet there's a payoff at some point but randomly like you're literally just walking and all of a sudden you hear this music it's like i gotta take a picture of you this guy comes out of the sky it's like okay thank yeah, you and guy you like throw up the peace sign and it's like oh okay um, it, I feel like it exists to make the game quirkier than it. Like li- so many of the decisions in this game, like I the just, dialogue choices, the places, it's just like LOL, yeah, we're XD we're so random. quirky, we're so quirky, and like it, it, like it feels like they're trying too hard. Like yeah, the game has charm and it's trying to play into that charm, but it's not the same as the charm in Mother One, where it's no. just like I, I feel I feel like they know what their tone is and they're trying to like dig too deep into that tone. I'm curious to see where uh, Mother Three takes it. To be honest, what are you trying to say? I don't know. I don't know. I, I've, I've never seen. I've actually never seen any. I've never literally never seen footage of Mother Three, so I don't know anything about it at all whatsoever. So, so. you're gonna play Mother Three at some point, but you're not gonna finish this game, huh? I don't. I was just. Like, I guess. I guess you didn't finish Mother One. That's. It's par for the course. Man doesn't complete games before doing the sequels. These games are like fucking like 30, 40 hours to play, man. Like, it, just it's, don't it's go a... from level two fifty to level two fifty one. You could do it. Maple Story will be there when you get back, unless they have another big bang, and this time they big bang the server. Listen, room. listen, it's a Sengoku event. I got shit to do, so it's like no, um, like the guy from One Piece. No, dude. Speaking of One Piece, man, let's have a One Piece cast. I got no. One- I I have I have something to say because I just thought, what's the deal with video game sequels? Like movie sequels, you definitely have to have to like play or watch the original in a lot of cases, but I can't think of a single video game sequel where you really have to play the first. I can name like ten. Name them. Um. So name them and shame them. So it, very popular in the rhythm game series, the uh, Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky series. Like that's all sequential. Like one, two, three. Never heard it. Trails of Cold Steel. Uh, never heard it. I hate you so fucking much. Uh, I so the the thing is, I feel like video games because of their cost. I guess movies cost a shit ton too. Like I, I don't know. I feel like. I know so many video games that like the sequel literally it's just like the newest iteration. It doesn't even matter. Like I like even even if the game is a story driven game, it's just like it's F- the next one. Final and Fantasy you play 10. the next one. Final Fantasy Ten Two. Like is there a Final Fantasy Ten Two? Yes. Oh, it's like it's, why it's, is it's, that it's, just it's, Final Fantasy Eleven? No, it's Ten Two. It's like a spin off of Ten, and they're like they're but like, they're like you, singers. But Final Fantasy Eleven, you don't have to play Ten, right? No. But I'm just saying there are games that definitely do like are are a continuation of uh, previous games. I'm trying to think of like other games. I mean, like, do you mean like 
continuation in the sense it's like the same characters, but like it's a completely separate story. Or like, I mean, you literally have to play the first one to understand what's going on. I, I mean, like the Trails of in the Sky series, I guess, is like one that's like in recent history because I did play the first one and I started the second one, and it's just like, man, I'm RPG'd out. I mean, like. I'm talking like you watched Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers without watching Fellowship of the Ring, and you missed a lot of information that's crucial to understanding yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever play the Lord of the Rings uh, PS2 game? I have not, but there's like a pretty good Lord of the Rings Xbox 360 game that was actually only mediocrely reviewed, and I was like really, like, it, it was really good, and I'm sad about the that. The Two Towers PS2 game is, it's like Dynasty Warriors, but for fucking Lord of the Rings, it's sick as hell. Yeah, the one I played for Xbox 360 was kind of like that too, but then they shut down the servers because no one bought the game, and that made me sad. But, um, t- I guess <laughs> we got fucking sidetracked as fuck. To go back to Earthbound, man. I think it's like super overrated. Um, I was talking about that. Uh, there's like the fan remake that kind of uh, got. They fix a lot of the censoring. Um, there's some other translations that apparently make the, it more story driven because a lot of why it seems like we're just going from points A to B uh, is because of uh, a lot of translation errors. I I don't necessarily mind the lack of story too much. I feel like that's. Like, you you are saying this is not excusable because it's 1995 and we have games like fucking Final Fantasy VI, which are like, and Chrono Trigger. Actually, I don't know the timeline yeah, on that. Yeah, those like, all came There out are before. games around this time that are very story-driven and they do it extremely well. I still, I don't I don't need a story for it to be a good game. I just need the gameplay to actually be for good. For like, an the- RPG, I need a story. That's like, I are you like one of those people that like skips cutscenes? Like, I don't care. I've no, got- no, absolutely not. I, I do think the cutscenes were a little too long because they also didn't do anything. Like there's a fucking like dance scene that's like six minutes. It's yeah. like, okay, I get it. You're doing, you're doing a dance. Thank you. Yeah. There also was one in Mother 1, but that was kind of fun because it was on NES. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, technology yeah. to do this. I don't know. I, I, I'm fine with you got to go on an adventure. It reminds me, I haven't actually beaten it, but like A Link to the Past is kind of similar, but they're um, not trying to be an RPG. Never, this game you've is. You've never beat Link to the Past? I've gotten to where. Spoiler! Spoiler! Link to the Past. Your uncle dies, like right yeah. three minutes in. I'm sorry to all those people I, I who haven't played three minutes. I can beat that game in one sitting. I've probably beat that game over 100 times. Like, I, I, I've, I, got, I got to the uncle dying, and I got out of the castle, and then I got bored. It's a really good game. I'll, I'll pro- I would probably enjoy it if it got more than an hour in, but... Uh, there's... Oh God, there's just so many good Super Nintendo games. Like, I, I think to this day, so many... Super Nintendo probably holds up better than, like, any other system that's ever existed, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, I think that, um... Yeah, I, I don't mind the uh, hero sets out on an adventure. It's kind of weird for an RPG, because you'd expect there to be a little bit more story. But, um, I... I agree, it's definitely overrated. I, I think that the people who like this game like it because it's quirky and it's it's fun quirky honestly some of the dialogue oh, yeah. is legitimately really funny oh yeah uh, and there, yeah there's like this 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 woman it's like you, you, what you do in rpgs is you like talk to every fucking person right i walk up to yeah, this woman and she's like you you annoying ass kids you're just going up and talking to everyone like leave me alone yeah yeah i think that was in the the concert hall or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah yeah I, I, do, I do think that there's almost, like, too much to talk to. Like, this game is entirely talking to people and them not doing anything. And then, like, yeah. if you talk to them at different types of the game, it's like, okay. I like, like there is, like, a hint thing, but the the story is pretty obvious. But you just expect, like, extras and they're just not there. It's just people doing, like, random shit. I, That's I'm why I, I kept saying there's a whole lot of nothing. But one of my favorite lines, there was, a, there's, like, a bakery in this the the fourth area. So, like, the, the towns are named, like, Onet. That's one. And then Tucson is two. And then Threed. Thrice. Threed, yeah threed yeah but in the fourth area which i forget what it's called foursome and uh <laughs> so in foursome there's a bakery and it's like uh 
first floor, uh, Stacy's Bakery. Second floor, second floor of the bakery. And but like, or no, it's it was like first floor Stacy's Bakery. Second floor floor on top of the bakery. It's like oh nice, thank you. <laughs> it, it was better on the sign. I'm sorry, I can't do sign humor. But yeah, there's just there's just funny lines here. I it just doesn't. It doesn't justify it. Like, you wouldn't play a game with 30 hours of, of quips, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's basically what what this game is, kind of. I mean, I, I I did have a good time, though. It's like, it just some of the mechanics and some of the enemies just really pissed me off. Like, that fucking exploding tree that just kills your fucking entire team. There, We, we never talked about this, because I, I guess, like, the, the gameplay is very standard uh, RPGs. There, It is like Mother 1 in that you could, like, auto-battle, too, but you have, like, magic moves that doesn't go in the auto-battler. The weird mechanic that they add in in Mother 2 or Earthbound that I've never seen in any other game is the rolling health system. Yeah. So it is, that is kind of cool, but it's, like, it can kind of fuck you. It's really cool, but I almost thought, like, the game was, like, glitching when, like, my characters would get, like, lethal damage and they wouldn't die. But, no, the, like, if you... It incentivizes fast fights, and that if your health is going down, you beat the enemy before your health goes down fully, because yeah. it, it won't immediately go down, it'll roll down or up. Uh, you, you like, don't die. It's just, like, you take as much damage as you take, and then the cutscene's over. Yeah. To go, um, to go yeah, back so, like, to that, that tree enemy I was talking about, that basically it explodes for all your health. So if you're fighting that and, like, two other enemies, you better kill the other two enemies first, because it'll yeah. explode and kill you. Uh, and you need to end the battle before your health hits zero, or you have to walk all the way back and you are dead. So the and th- so the issue with like dying. Well, first of all, there actually is less of an issue with dying. Other than like Mother One, like you you s- save all your progress, you just lose half your money, which is pretty yeah, dope. That I, I'm totally down with that actually. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. I hate any game where you lose a lot of progress. That's a relic of the past, and it should stay in the past. But the the issue with like characters dying is that they can only be healed in a hospital, which is really annoying. Unless you get such a high level, there's like a life thing that allows you to heal dead characters for like a lot of uh, magic points yeah. or whatever. But if you have partners, you're going to be way more leveled than your two partners, and they also don't have as much health in the first place. So your yes, partners yes. are constantly dying, and they hold you back so much because it's oh, oh it's, my god, it's they, the same problem as Mother One. All your partners start at level one when you're like level seventeen or like level twenty five, and it's like that is literally one of the stupidest mechanics. That being said, um, God, we keep jumping around like fucking idiots. Do you know how we mentioned how enemies are on the map and you can kind of like see them? So there's two yeah. points in the early game in the cultist area. You fight a cultist, and if you sit and let it, uh, if you're high enough level on Ness and you have your partners, Ness doesn't really take too much damage to them, but they keep calling enemies and you keep fighting them almost infinitely and get an unbelievable amount of XP for your entire team. Uh, another point in which you can do it is you go to this factory that's behind a, a waterfall that you have to fuck s- the factory. Um, I didn't think hated that, was, that area. I thought that was like one of the easiest areas um, because what I did is so do you know those little red blobs? Yeah. There's, oh, those are fine, but I'll, I'll let you go. So what there is is that there's um, a ladder on the right, and you can keep going up and down them, and they keep spawning, and they spawn in groups of anywhere from three to six. Um, so what you do is you get all six of them and then just use all your uh, PP abilities to AoE them all down in one hit, and then you get, like, 2k XP. Um, I think I got all my characters up to, like, 25, 26 in, like, 10 minutes. Just going up and down, fighting sets of six of them. Got all my characters up, um, and I just steamrolled through that area. 
because um, there is a door to the left that has a butterfly that restores your PP. So I was able to reheal, re PP, and just grind right there. Like that was like a really sick spot. Um, it's also one of the flaws of the game because you can take advantage of certain enemies to just get like unbelievable amounts of XP. I'm I'm fine with with uh, taking advantage of an EXP oh, yeah, system. Yeah, 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 like yeah, I, I think that honestly, most games are more fun when you're overleveled. Uh, yeah, because you could just plow through it. Uh, I I say fuck that section because you mentioned before enemies that keep calling other enemies. There is a sludge enemy in that area. Uh, it's like a green sludge monster. Yes. And it has this move that basically makes it so you are your accuracy goes down to like 20%. You miss most of your, your attacks. And they keep calling other people who do the same. They don't even like kill you. They just like so those keep doing it over and over again. So to magic attacks. They get one hit by like almost any magic attack. No, I, I realize that. But like if there's like three of them, like sometimes they don't like you, you don't have three people that do magic. So. So I guess for me, like if I saw like like those enemies were very problematic for me, like if I saw more than two on the map, I would just go over a screen and come back until there's just like one or like other enemies. I did that a lot. I, I get that. And like I, I would do something similar, but I was also very Leroy Jenkins about a lot of the. Yeah, at game. that point, I was like level 25, so I was just like auto battling through everything. Like, I even auto battled the boss, and it like wasn't a problem. Like, I was super over leveled, had really good gear and stuff like that by that point. Yeah, that boss was tricky, man. It had a, a twist, which we're not going to get into. The, the, the thing about this game is that it, I feel like it thinks it like is clever and like things are hidden, but like it's very, like they even have like every single section has a hint thing. I, I didn't even have to like look up a guide to this. Uh, I, I did look up. I looked up if I was like wasting my time time trying to think of like there were like secrets like there's a guy there's who, like, like right no secrets in this game yeah really. I, and I was sad because there actually are like a lot of Easter eggs in Mother One I, yeah. there's a couple in this game and I think so like I got some like random photos that were like definitely not necessary for the story because the photo guy comes in and like weird scenarios and maybe maybe that'll come into play later. But, like, I remember I, like, looked it up because right in the beginning there's, like, this – at the library there's this guy that runs into the bathroom. And, I'm like, what what's the deal? Can I, like, meet the guy that runs into the bathroom? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I, I there's nothing with that. It's just the guy's running into the bathroom. Yeah. That's, like, a joke. I and mean, I, there's, like, little funny moments, stuff like that. I guess, like, one of my major, like, reasons why I have such an issue with this game is because I have a huge background in RPGs. I've literally played every SNES, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy, like, PS1, PS2 RPG. Like, I've played, like, all of them. I'm not sure if you were, like, a big RPG buff. So it's, like, I've played, like... I like RPGs. I just I just de didn't really have them as a kid. And, like, I grew there's up a period of time where, like, I bought, like, Chrono Trigger and, like, I played it and I really liked it, but... Like, I eh. beat, beat Chrono Trigger, like, uh, when I was younger. You know, I've beat all these more story-driven games. So that's Correction! Why Chrono Trigger is not eh. I very much enjoyed it. I'm just saying the RPGs yeah, yeah, in yeah. general. So Chrono Trigger is a fucking masterpiece. So it's like, like those games are literal masterpieces. So, like, when people, like, almost put this game on levels of, like, those types of games, that's where I'm just like, uh -uh. Like it, it's well, I bet you were really looking forward to playing this. Honestly, I bet I bet you're kind of disappointed this game didn't live up to the hype. Well, yeah, because it's like, uh, I mean, I know you play SNES games, but I literally grew up playing like literally hundreds of hours of these games. Like, I, you name uh, a popular SNES game, I've probably beat it like 50, 60 times. Like, I used to play so much SNES, so it's like I'm super fond of the system. Like, uh, you know, the Donkey Kong six, uh, games, like Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2, everyone's like, oh, those games are so hard. Dude, I I, I downloaded those games on my Switch, and I could still fucking plow through them. Like, the muscle... Every, everyone says Donkey... No, so, 
everyone I know who says Donkey Kong Country is easy is like, oh, yeah, you guys don't get the 50 lives in the beginning. Like, I didn't even know that existed. And I'm trying to grind I, through the game. I, I, don't, I, I don't. I know you're not not the, not that. I, I know no, that you, I, you I don't even I don't I don't even know about those lives. I just play through it. Yeah, there, there's like a trick right in the beginning to get 50 lives as a bonus. Oh, oh fuck that. I don't need that shit. Yeah. Like, I, I just like have the muscle memory from like literally beating those games hundreds of times so so yeah final thoughts even though i think we've done like final thoughts like three times and then we go back to like you know what the problem with this game is well i final thoughts i I just think that we were so excited and we played enough this game and don't get me wrong i'm very passionate about this game because of like how everybody feels about it like this is an important game you know um Yeah. yeah i just i think it's super overrated I think people are. Uh, I I definitely think it's overrated. I'm definitely gonna finish it though. I am further than you. Um, yeah. I'm I'm about to get like like I th- I honestly think that the second so the f- second half of of Mother One also was quicker than the first half. Like okay. you got like your your melodies like wait like they kind of just like all of a sudden like shit where did where do these three melodies come from or whatever. Yeah. I feel like based on so I I actually I didn't even trust the uh I didn't even trust like how long to beat I like looked at long plays and saw how how because like you know there's channels on youtube that like show their yeah, long, plays. long plays and stuff like that yeah and like most of them were like 15 to 20 hours to beat the game so i'm like okay i i think that i am like a little over halfway at this point so i feel like there's really no reason not to unless unless you pick like fucking final fantasy 6 for like the next game and then it's like i have to so i guess or, like I, no like, you pick maple for, story and it's like oh if you, you didn't get the full experience unless you get to level I, 300 i spent like hours just like in the beginning of the game just like dying over and over and over even after grinding because i would just get crit like enemies literally would run away from me and then i'd get to like an enemy and it would just like crit crit, crit kill me instantly i'm like okay cool so i just have to like Dana's a noob. Yeah, dude. That's what's so funny. It's like you're you. you a lot of times, like, dude, I think you're really good at games. And then that's like, I'll always come back on like random games like this or like Red Out, where you're like, oh, that was so easy. I'm like, what the fuck? I had so much difficulty. You're so bad at Earthbound. <laughs> Honestly, like, it's weird to say someone's like bad at an RPG. It's like you're bad at like that's like saying someone's bad at reading a book. <laughs> that I mean, I guess like you our can first be. Um, official merch. It says Dana's bad at Earthbound. Like, <laughs> yeah, there we go. That'd be a good shirt. Um, you didn't it, eat enough ass, man. I'm gonna give this game a. It was fun out of ten, but overrated as fuck. It's not fucking Da Vinci and no. on con, in console it's, form. It's not. I want to play. I want to play Leonardo Da Vinci Find My Ear Simulator. No, we're gonna play. Uh, what's that? Da Vinci Code or the book or whatever? The Da Vinci Code with Tom Hanks. I think they probably made they a video did game a for video PS2. Game. That's actually what we're playing next week. Oh God. Oh uh, fuck. well. No, there's like. Oh no, I wanted to play one game next week, but now it's like I want to play another game because that's well i yeah i got i got like i have like oh we're gonna totally play this game next and then we don't because i have like uh, things going on and on and on but i definitely i'm definitely gonna finish this game i find it fun i gave like a number we we don't give numbers but we i totally gave a number i gotta say like seven seven point five out of ten um i appreciate the quirk or quirkiness i appreciate the charm six i'll bump it up to a six Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because people these days, a five out of ten, you might as well just like take it out behind the alley and shoot it in the back of the head. Well, like, it's, it's like it's, people give it like a ten out of like this game is like a this is like a masterpiece. It's like this game is like so unbelievably flawed. It's it's like when like yeah, well yeah, people give this game a ten, but like you ever see like those zero out of tens on like Halo Four? It's like this game is unplayable. I love yeah, Halo yeah, Three, yeah. but Halo it's like a zero out of ten literally means like you boot up the game and it's a JPEG of like. 
lemon party and like that's the entire game well, it's, it's like, like, you paid $60 it's like looking this. at yelp reviews it's like you you ignore like the five out of fives and like the zero out of five reviews. one out of five my my waiter wasn't hot yeah it's like yeah. <laughs> you know i had a great food but i had a taste for thai and i got uh not thai so one out of five yeah i i i think that this game while well, i'm gonna finish it fuck the haters overrated as shit let's get back to the real topic at hand because i totally cut you off what do you want to say about one piece (laughs) uh one piece is really good right now it's like super like mega good you're you still like caught up to one piece right i yeah i've been caught up since shabundi archipelago so like 2008 um but manga i don't give a shit about the anime i I started following this guy on twitter and he they actually have like a one piece podcast and i was thinking about starting it but it's like what it's on like episode like 700 of the podcast so it's like okay i i was i was like like i thought of that as like oh i'm gonna start a one piece podcast myself i'm like wow you're betraying me no no so it's like oh fuck it's like i'm not gonna watch 700 episodes i'm already on episode like 936 of uh one piece but it's it, it's quite good you know you're finding out like i can't believe that person was that person everyone's like i can't believe that person was that person and you're like oh man friendship and pirates i'm a little worried like so uh oda's on like a three-week break because of his health first of all i hope he doesn't have corona but secondly like he overworks himself and he chain smokes so i, I just... mean it could be worse you could be a hunter x hunter fan which they go on break for like th- or like a like four uh, years at a time whatever the actual uh what's the actual name of the books of game of thrones where he's he's like eight years in and he hasn't made the the there's he, two books left in the game of thrones book series and like he's he's like eight years into the sixth out of seventh book and he's like yeah i and he is like a diabetic 70 year old man so he's probably gonna die before it finishes well, he has so much he has more money than god so it's like he, a song of ice and fire like like three years ago like the game of thrones writer uh what's his name uh George Martin. No, yeah, that's, that's well, a, I imagine it's a it's a, a it was it started out as a passion project, but once it becomes like a job that you're making so much money, and then you have so much money, like you don't need to do it, you know? Like he's probably like, but no, like he said, he said if this book is if the, he said like if this book isn't out like three years ago, he's like if this book isn't out by uh, like August 2020, put me in jail, and like now there's like a petition to like put him in jail or something like that. Well, maybe we should put J.K. Rowling in jail instead, but that's a different. Oh topic. God, yeah. Um, I. I will say that One Piece is good, and I I want Oda to get better soon. I I on the topic of podcasts, so we have a podcast, right? We do. We have the uh, virtual homework podcast available on all streaming platforms. Theme song. What's good, man? It's your boy Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. not that theme song the new no yeah we you know we had a talk right before this it's like oh yeah we forget the theme song every single week so we'll just have it there that's fine yeah that's fine we're about wait did we say theme song we're only like a third no we didn't (laughs) we didn't so yeah we just no we just did though it's fine because we're only on hour one of four yeah this is a longer episode this time we have we have three hours of gruel cast so yeah i i could i i'm down in fact i will but I, I put a disclaimer on the first couple episodes because as as you all may know, podcasting is is not a natural thing to some people. We no. we we definitely got a better rhythm as time goes on. In fact, I'm still doing sober October. I'm somehow doing this not tipsy. I'm talking to this man. I'm on and my I'm not second white claw. Yeah, there we go. Here, so I'm, we're both on the same page. Ooh, that's that's some ASMR shit. Yeah. But I had to put a disclaimer. I think on the first three episodes, like I understand some people listen to podcasts from the beginning. 
we had not only technical issues like you're you're like so quiet and i'm like loud and it's like you have to like turn up whenever you're talking and like turn down whenever i'm talking but like yeah like we also got better rhythm mic. yeah 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 oh yeah because you got a new mic and and uh how do how do you do you listen to any other podcasts like the mega 64 podcast the cu podcast and like stuff like that i'm trying to branch out this stuff the problem is like i really only like listening to podcasts if i'm like driving like that's my favorite time to listen to podcasts um other than that like i i definitely think that since i work from home i have a better yeah understanding of like i can't i can't better, i can't i can't listen to that like at work because it's like retail and it's like i don't know they're talking to like just like big fucking big someone's hose. face i don't know why i don't know mega yeah. 64 sometimes gets like randomly crass it's like it's like it's perfectly fine for like an hour and 20 minutes of an hour 30 minutes all of a sudden they're talking about like trump <laughs> semen <laughs> jizz ghost yeah th- exactly so I understand that. I work from home, so I actually listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to like eight podcasts. But what I'm trying to say is like how how if you're starting a new podcast because you you mentioned this like oh they have 700 episodes how how would you listen to a podcast like when you when you're trying to learn a new podcast do you do you always try to start at the beginning or do you like go to a recent episode and then like if you like it you go to the beginning how do, what's I, your thought process what's in the mind of I, Dana? if I just start at where it's at and maybe go back and forth like maybe a couple episodes and then just go from there man. It, it is just it's like watching a show it's like you see like like, like general Th- hospital yeah 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 like where the fuck do you start man especially if they have like all these like spinoff series and like stuff like that it's like what the f- like where the fuck do i start i for like general hospital since that's like a soap that's been running since the 60s i think people did the math like if you started and played it nonstop, it would take you multiple years to catch up and like it wouldn't matter like you wouldn't you wouldn't gain any information from that <laughs> i i think i think it depends more. i think i think it depends if there's over if there's over like 50 episodes i'm not sure what the threshold is but there's definitely a threshold of starting from the beginning or just starting from the newest episode and maybe okay less than 50 episodes definitely start at the beginning yeah 50 to 100 episodes start at the most recent one and then go back yeah and then over 100 episodes start at the recent one and then probably never go back i i actually am making an exception i'm trying to get through every single mega 64 podcast episode it's hard i'm on episode like are there some really good old ones though yeah i mean yeah because like you you like randomly see like clips like recommended from like episode 380 they're on like 585 so it's like it was straight up four years ago when you're in the world of podcasting you got to think of every single episode a week like jesus christ they started in 2006 that's what we're going to be saying in 2046, man. 100%. Yeah, when we have our millions of followers, or just, you know, the, I think we have like 12 now. When we have millions of jabronis. Millions of jabronis. He's worth, yeah. uh... Well, not people's jabronis. We, we are going to start, uh, co- like, I'm sorry, people's jabroni. I know you're listening to this episode very specifically as... That really, this this whole thing is dedicated to you. We're gonna have a little segment. I'm gonna edit it in. It's gonna be really People's happy. It's gonna jabroni. be yeah. In the arms of Jabroni. This is should for I just you. like edit in some like sad dogs in the back? Yeah, just do that. oh god. People's jabroni, people's jabroni, people's jabroni, people's jabroni, 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 people's jabroni, people's jabroni, people's jabroni. This this one goes out to all the people's jabronis out there, and uh, before I get before I get a little bit of flack, because I know there's other people who listen to this podcast, and we've probably given a little too much praise to jabroni. We'll give a shout out to Elder Spork. We'll give a shout out to Jeff Goldblum. This is the People's Jabroni song, I'm sorry. Oh, 
running people to 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 running Oh shit, it's the remix! Um, but we're going to start calling our followers jabronis and it's going to just lead to mass confusion. Pretty soon you're going to just fade into the distance. It's fine. Garfield. Garfield. Uh, uh, I sent you that clip. I don't remember, man. There's something about Garfield. Yeah. It was like Mike Pence gushing over Garfield. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was like freaking out over Garfield. I like donated that to a streamer and then he was like, this is the worst video I've ever seen in my life. Don't ever talk again. I mean, I love lasagna cat videos. I, I've definitely showed you them before. <laughs> yeah, 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 but... yeah. Those videos make me feel uh, awkward. Yeah, well, there's the probably the best video ever made on YouTube is the hour-long Garfield uh, analysis by Lasagna Cat. <laughs> like, I'm not sure if you've ever seen that one. I, I have you not, should, no. You should watch that on your own time. That's but, uh, more of a... We just play the entirety right now. We'll have a, a one-on-one analysis. Do I have this fucking topic I want to talk about for Halloween, but I completely forgot what the fuck it was. You could tell... You could tell by the fact that I'm like talking about like I'm not even like explaining the clip. I'm just like, yeah, remember we watched that epi- that uh, tweet that showed Mike Pence gushing about Garfield. <laughs> we have absolutely nothing to say this week. This is the most boring week. Shit in- happened. Like I, I honestly like had topics like about Halloween, but like I, I th- forgot it between the beginning. Were of the they podcast spooky? And now, just, like, are we doing anything spooky? Like, do you do like our? I don't. I don't know whose week spooky? it is. I guess we could do like a spooky game. We could play like a. Do you like? Spooky isn't there games? like? Isn't there like a game like uh, for NES where like literally there is no game? You're just like stabbing someone. It's like I, yeah, chiller. I own that game actually. Chiller. Jesus Christ. It's like the first violent game. Like there's like people tied up. You like shoot them in the face, and there's like. Ah! There's like ghosts and like vampires that bust out and like explode in blood. It's pretty gory. Pretty game. I mean, literally the entire game is gore, but it's eight bit, so it's. I, like I think there's also nudity. I think like a boob shows. Nah, we might play. I, I have some games on the horizon that maybe. I, I know you don't really like like horror games. Maybe like, I don't. I I don't. I don't really mind them. Uh, I for the Wii U, I actually have the. So I I remember the first the first horror game. I was, I I was in like first or second grade, and like my babysitter, her his uh, or my babysitter's son, because she was like sixty, like this random Thai uh immigrant that like spoke broken English, but like she she had like a. She had a son, didn't didn't go to college. He he just like chilled, was in between jobs a lot, and like he'd he'd be like playing PS2, and like the while while she had to do errands or something, like he'd be watching us, and it's like, oh, we're gonna play 
uh, Fatal Frame today. So I saw Fatal oh Frame as like a second grader, and that scared the shit out of me. But no, I played the I played the recent Fatal Frame on Wii U, and it was okay. Fatal Frame Crimson Butterfly is one of the scariest games ever. Played. I think it might have been Crimson Butterfly. This game is yeah. like I have like vivid memories of like spending the night at my friend's house and us playing that and like shitting our pants. And I played I played Amnesia too, and I, so. So I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I personally absolutely hate horror movies. Like, absolutely hate them. I love being scared in a fictional sense. The problem is, like, 90% of horror movies are fucking lame. It's it's not it's not about, like, even a good horror movie. Like, I absolutely hate it. The, the issue I have is, like, I, for some reason, I don't mind violence and gory imagery when it's, like, in, like, war or, like, action or anything like that. Like, someone, like, fighting someone else. But, like, the idea of, like, disturbing imagery just, like, it sticks with me too long. And it's, like, I saw Midsommar with uh, my girlfriend. and I, I haven't seen that. I heard it's bad. Like it, like it it's like for for I think it's my least favorite movie ever made. Uh, just in terms it's, of it's like brutal, right? It's it's brutal, but like it's the imagery in that movie is so absolutely fucked up. I don't think it's ever gonna escape me. Like there, I, I you maybe will see it since you like scary movies, but uh, I, I like the, I, I, the, the opening know. scene alone is just like. I, I want well, it, 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 it was like the most seeing, uncomfortable uh, theater experience I've ever had. It's just like a bunch of worsts. Well, it's like seeing like uh, you remember like all those shock websites back in the two thousands and shit like that. It's like that. Yeah, for some reason, like that was like even better for me. Like the the idea, like I I saw like uh, what was it Ma and like there's just like a scene where like she the the character like runs over another character, but it's like a murder in cold blood and like it, yeah, I've seen like gory ran over bodies before probably in like action movies and it's fine, but just like the context too. Yeah, if it's, it's just like, like weird shit. To me like and like it sticks with my brain a little too long yeah it's like you just like randomly think about stuff and it's like oh i don't want to think about that right now yeah yeah well that and like embarrassing moments of like me being too drunk at certain events but uh that's not a the case for for horror games for me i think that the the thing is it's just like it's not real yeah. like I, I bet if it was an animated horror movie i probably wouldn't uh, care that much either like for, I've played Dead Space, I've played uh, Amnesia. Well, I played yeah. Amnesia, uh, like a Bay of Pig, not a Bay of Pigs. That's the fucking <laughs> that's a Cuban Missile Crisis, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like, but no, there's like a a pig pig requiem or something like that. Yeah, and you're like going to like a pig hell slaughterhouse thing or whatever. A machine for pigs. Yeah, I played that one, which yeah. I hear is a lot less scary than the original Amnesia. But still, yeah, yeah. I've played many horror video games, and those are fine. For some reason, uh, horror. Horror movies are not for me. That new game everyone's playing, what's it, Phasmatasia or something like that? You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. I've never uh, seen it. Is, is, is it uh, a uh, horror, horror game? Phas Phasmophobia. Yeah, it's kind of like a horror game. Like, a lot of my buddies are playing. It's basically you and three other people show up at a house that is uh, haunted with a specific ghost or shade or banshee or wraith or whatever and you go into it as like ghost hunters and you have to figure out what type of being it is before it, it, it kills you so it's fucking terrifying so you go in there and you're like oh so like is anybody there can you hear me speak to me and it'll speak to you or like throw shit at you but then it'll get like more violent as time goes on you know it'll chase you around and it's fucking scary, and it's a VR game, or you can play it like regularly. But um, it, it's a really cool concept because you're, you're it's a, a horror game that's fun with like three other people. You know, it's really funny to watch too. Okay, I'll I'll keep that in mind unless that unless that's the next week's game. We'll we'll find out next episode of Dragon Ball Z here. But we're gonna get spooky. I'm gonna uh, cash rate myself live on podcast. Not really live. I have to edit that in too. I'm gonna I'm gonna add some what. Uh, I, yeah, no, that's gonna be spooky. Well, now, now it's okay. I have to think of something else now because that's not spooky. That's like fucked. <laughs>
it'd be fucked in a spooky way. Like I just don't reveal it. And then like, I don't stream the next day. I'm like, Hey guys, I'm not feeling well. And then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, I, I, that's, that's, what we'll you don't, know. you don't have like, if, if all you have to say is I'm not feeling well, then you just don't respond. And then it's like, Oh, people listen to the podcast. You, I hear screaming on my end. Do you hear screaming on your end? It's like, Sam, there, what the hell? There's blood everywhere. Why is your dick in your hand? But like, not like you know, like a person. Where is this podcast going? What do you mean? We don't have any uh, like news. <laughs> so what am I supposed to? We, we I self right before self, the podcast. Uh, we're, we're searching. It's like gaming news, and it's like uh, Razor has a chair. They do, and I like chairs. I don't. You don't like chairs? Would you rather have a life without chairs? I want to uh, you stupid be suspended bitch. Uh, huh? from the ceiling by my nipples. I mean, that would be really... Un- re- do you? No. Is that what you really want? Tell me, no. yes or no? No? no. Not why- Come on, man. Listen, I'm trying to play it up for the podcast. You okay? want chairs. You tell you tell like, oh, I don't want chairs. My chair doesn't I'm have offended. an armrest. It's broken. That actually does suck. Yes. You should... Search on Craigslist for a chair. There's probably a free this one. This is man. like a three hundred dollar chair. It's like incredibly comfortable, but it's like I tried to buy a new armrest for. I mean, it. a like, lot of chairs that are five hundred dollars on Craigslist are free if you just have sex with the person selling it. There's, that's like always like the fine print, right? They don't tell you that in the Craigslist ad, but it's always like the assumption. My butthole's not for them. No, it. You you think you think that. Yeah, because there's there's like hot you know you know fucking busty fucking twenty year olds that want to like give me their cha- their chair after they fuck me. No, it's gonna be like fifty year old dudes with no, like you know it's an exchange. Dicks. No, it's an exchange. They are giving you something, so you give something to them. You're giving in this scenario. I am not fucking a fucking fifty year old dude from Chrysler. But it's a so free chair. Yeah, he's gonna what give if it's me a Herman his DX racer chair. You know, to, like, <laughs> you could, there's only one way to become a true gamer, and it's it's through, <laughs> through fucking... unprotected anonymous Craigslist sex. <laughs> it's it's just how it is. I'm sorry, man. I'm can sorry. We, for... Can we end this? <laughs> I it should have ended a while ago. Like, but you're. Gamer Garfield Hey guys, so if you liked the episode uh, Make sure to follow Virtual Homework Podcast Wherever you get your podcasts And rate it 5 stars if you can Or if you hate it, do 5 stars anyway Or uh, I will find you If you rate it less than 5 stars Dan will be bound and gagged on a train track. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs>